Good morning and welcome back to Gamer Radio. After a brief hiatus due to lots of shenanigans, I'm back with Daniel. And uh, I understand you've decided to raise the black flag and take to the high seas? Not really that. I'm just promoting some uh, fine art. Some fine art. So, as always, we have to start with what have you been playing this week? I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy VII. uh, Nice. And, yeah, on the PS4. And then um, I've got some, let's see, a little bit of Monster Hunter in. And, uh, oh, I I have a Mega Man X playthrough on my YouTube channel. So... Nice. Now, is is that regular seven or is that like the re the redo? Uh, it's the um, original, but kind of redone a little bit so that uh, you can do three x speed and give yourself yep. health yep. and all that fun stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've been uh, playing Midnight Sun still. I unlocked Ye Old Venom, which is a strange character. He's kind of a tank, which I guess I should have expected because the dude is huge, but. Uh, I was expecting a little more of a DPS focus, but not bad. And uh, just a bit of arena. And of course, on the paper side, the Pokemon cards never end in my house. Oh, (laughs) yeah. The paper card games can get quite expensive and take up a lot of space. Oh, yeah. Well, luckily, we're rotating the same decks, but it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Speaking of decks, I have a new arena deck to unleash a historic brawl deck on you guys tonight. Oh, really? I can't wait. I've been crafting a few myself. I I bet you can guess what color it is. Is it red? How did you know? Uh, It's kind of your color. It really is. Yes, I'm uh, I'm truly. And next episode, you guys will get to hear all about the different uh, colors, perhaps personality traits they embody on the color pie. But today... We're all about ROM hacks, so I know very little about this thing, so you're going to have to carry me a little. Okay, Uh, that's not a problem. Just uh, the idea of a ROM hack is that people who know a lot about, like, the assembly and whatnot, they will decompile uh, other people's things and make it their own, just to have new flavors of of games and, and whatnot. So is this akin to back in the day, the good old Game Genie? Uh, yeah, effectively. Okay. Just the Game Genie would uh, modify address space uh, of the ROM so that it would play differently. Uh, you had to type in these really long codes to get it working, and you could only put in so many. But this is more of uh, a grander scale of that kind of stuff because people can actually insert new assets and things like that. Interesting. So, and we should uh, note that the Game Genie was actually a physical device that you would plug into the Sega Genesis. And then I believe on top, I used to have one, but this we're going back many decades. Uh, it was more than just the Sega Genesis. They made the one for the NES, the Game Gear, the Game Boy, uh, the Super Nintendo. Uh, I had all of them. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I. I forgot Nintendo because I, I remember didn't Nintendo sue them at one point? Uh, yeah, Nintendo sued them and uh, Galoob actually won that. So thank you, Galoob, for doing that because Nintendo kind of likes to control everything and they shouldn't. But they really do try, right? Oh, yes. So I'm assuming you haven't built a physical device. 
No, I have uh, I, my soldering skills and whatnot are uh, right. very low. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're fine. So, what what, what are you doing exactly? And and can you name some uh, perhaps the hacks you've done and the games you've modified? Uh, I actually haven't modified anything myself. What I like is seeing what other people have done, and so. Uh, in order to apply a ROM hack, you have to have the original ROM. Really, the only legal way to do that is rip it yourself with hardware. But uh, once you have your ROM, you can download the the hack, which is uh, just the modification code. And there's different ways of applying that. And after you've applied it, you have a nice new game that does whatever the creator intends it to do. So one of the things uh, that I really like is adding MSU1 support for Super Nintendo. And uh, let me just explain what that is a little bit. Uh, It allows CD quality background audio on the Super Nintendo. And uh, you can actually accomplish this with real physical hardware if you buy a SD2S NES, or I believe it's now called an uh, FX Pro or something like that. Or so with that, it's a um, uh, it adds the uh, system on a, or extra chip functionality to the cartridges and allows you to play the ROMs off of an SD card. At which point, uh, it's like, hey, uh, it has an extra a physical chip for the Super Nintendo that says, hey, play this audio through the expansion port. And it is amazing. Interesting. And that, yeah, I'm assuming you could do with emulated ROMs too, right? Yeah, most emulators do support uh, MSU1 on the Super Nintendo emulation. Are you getting these from a particular source? Are you uh, homebrewing them yourself? What's the... I would say you can get most of them from, uh, I think it's romhacking.com or romhacking.net. I don't quite remember. Okay, that's fine. We'll figure it out and put a link. Yeah. In. And do they, are they specific to the type of, to the emulator or is it based on the console? No, it's actually, uh, uh, most of these ROMs are designed to be played on physical hardware as well. Okay, so it's based on the software specifically. It doesn't matter more in most cases, I'm sure, how you got that software on a machine. Yes. Nice. So, what is your what is your favorite one you found so far, other than the MSI one? Uh, or the MSU, and MSU. it's there is a Mega Man X3 called Zero Project that not only adds the MSU one uh, background the CD quality audio, uh, they change the gameplay. So that you can play as Zero the entire game, which uh, in the original game uh, you could put. Yeah. Well, not not unlock him, but if you switch to him and he died, he just you couldn't use him for the rest of the game. So, what's the point? Uh, Got and it. He, you couldn't upgrade him either. So, like he was strong to begin with, but uh, if you screwed up, uh, he's he was gone for the rest of the playthrough. Huh. So it was a permadeath. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. That's just ugh. So what is the level of skill you think someone needs to take advantage of one of these hacks? Um, Mild. 
uh, unless they actually go and, and find a pre-compiled one. But um, again, legally, you can only use it on your own ROMs and you apply the, the hack yourself, uh, right. which is, it, it's a little difficult. There are uh, guides and uh, a particular uh, application that allows uh, changing the address space and whatnot so that the ROM actually looks like what it's intended to. So mild. I would say mild. Right. And we're, of course, not advocating for piracy or no. any kind of illegal cracking, anything like that. Um, cracking, that's a that's a very 90s term. I don't think they use that anymore. Uh, well, actually, uh, software cracking mainly has to deal with removing uh, DRM. DRM and, and being able to not have that be able to use the game that you purchased or, or yeah. whatnot which, which is interesting because for so many of these classic games the drm was effectively physical yeah uh they, they actually a lot of games uh they their protection was like if they detected you played on a device that was emulating but the cartridge in a certain way it would load different uh parts of the game and then it would kind of corrupt itself and so like i think one of the funniest ones was a, if a, you played it on a pirated uh copy it would uh cause you to do no damage like i, I don't quite remember what game it was but ah. it's like it, it, you get to a certain point and it's like well okay i can't beat it i mean i have to go get a you know physical real copy right so it's like you can play it you just can't you know you can't, can't beat it yeah, mm-hmm. you're just gonna lose horribly. Uh, so how how do what is a good entry point for this? Uh, is it just pick your favorite game that you have an emulator for, and you know just look up what uh, hacks exist, or is this something? Is there kind of a a golden path people should take? I wouldn't say there's a golden path. I would say yeah, find out if there's a game you really like and if people have modded it uh, hacked it to to add functionality i th- you know one of the big ones is the legend of zelda a link to the past randomizer and that actually will spit out a uh, a different rom based off of uh, random sequences so that uh, all the items are in different places and that can ch- completely change the playthrough and uh, so that's a big community scene in itself, along with Super Metroid, the randomizers. Th- those are probably the two big ones that I oh, know. Oh, okay. So like if you go to get the sword from the old dude, it might be who knows what instead. Yes. Oh, that would really mess up the flow of the game. But really, yeah, that's interesting, though. It leads to a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. So I guess you would have to... Could you pull this off? Uh, you couldn't pull this off on like the Switch emulation stuff because that's all online, right? Uh, yeah, the the Switch stuff. Not only is it online, but Nintendo has locked down their hardware. Again, uh, the best bet is to play this on um, PC emulators. Got it. And PC, PC, Mac, Linux. As long as you have the yeah. emulator, you're probably fine. Okay. So I think that's a great quick look at ROM hacks for those who are interested. I'm sure we'll get plenty of questions. I think I'm going to go randomize Zelda right now. And Dan, where can folks find you? Oh, and I hear you have some more YouTube stuff you've been doing. I know you mentioned the Mega Man thing. Yeah, I actually created a uh, video of uh, some ROM hacks. Uh, I, I titled it 16-bit console ROM hack showcase. And <laughs> what I did was on my Super NT and uh, from Analog and the Mega SG, I uh, recorded some of the 
the gameplay of uh, like some of the MSU uh, games. And there was um, an official uh, director's cut for Sonic 3D Blast. And uh, there was a nice. Yeah, uh, it's like that one. uh, I have to say real quick is I got it off of Steam. So like it was it was amazing. Like I had the um, the Mega or the Sega Genesis Mega Collection thing for Steam. And then I bought the Sonic 3D Blast. And because Steam allows uh, the workshop, I was able to just download the director's cut. And then I put it on my my Mega SG, so I played it on real hardware. Nice. Well, you should explain quickly what the workshop is for folks. Oh, uh, th- it's kind of the idea of ROM hacking for uh, Steam games. Like anybody, uh, if the game supports a workshop, anybody can add content and assets and whatnot to a game. So it, it's basically sanctioned ROM hacking or sanctioned mods. In, in, mm-hmm. Sanctioned right. mods. I think uh, a famous one folks might know is the Star Wars Skyrim mod, right? Where they would, it would mod out Skyrim to be uh, effectively, you know, you had a lightsaber, you were a Sith or a Jedi, that kind of thing. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Dan, where can folks find you? Daniel.melzax.com is my blog. Uh, you can find me on YouTube uh, via Daniel Melzak or Team Linux 01. All right. And I would encourage everybody to join the Gamer Radio Discord. We do frequent Magic the Gathering brawls, both standard and historic. And if you don't know what that means, listen to next episode. And we'll see you back in about a week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye.